Okay, so it's been 10 days since the release of the studio album Lost 13. What's the media and fans' reaction been like so far? Oh, it's great, you know, but uh, the title is actually Lost 23, not 13. <laughs> 23, yes. Yeah. I, lo I lost the X on. <laughs> okay, no problem. So the, the action is, is really good because, you know, we just entered the German top official top 100 album chart at position number two. And we had a really wow. big race with number one. You know, it was a decision made at the very, very end because of the, the guy who was on, uh, is, is on one, has a little more streams than we actually. So we're only number two. But, you know, that's great. I love it, you know. <laughs> yeah, so also, also every... Every review I read so far is always great. You know, I haven't read any bad reviews about the whole record. So uh, it turns out to be fantastic and I love it. Yeah. Yeah, but it is fantastic. I, ha I heard that I had the chance to hear the preview and uh, I must say it's amazing. Thank you so much. That's very nice to hear. Yeah, you're welcome. Can you tell us something about Axel Rudy Pell and who's your biggest influence? Uh, yeah, sure. You know, I started to play the guitar actually when uh, when I was 12 years old. So it's like uh, um, five years ago. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> yes. uh, I think it was in 72. You know, I saw Richie Blackmore performing on TV with Deep Purple, you know. I said, whoa, this guy is some, he has some mystical aura or something, you know. He's playing great and the sound is great. And he was my really main influence at the very beginning. And then later, a few years later, like two or three years later, I discovered Michael Schenker. I used to be in UFO at that time, you know, and I loved it too, you know. Later, I, you know, I had so many different influences, like uh, Uli John Roth, another German guy. He's a great guitar player, you know, he plays fantastic. Uh, later, I discovered Jimi Hendrix, Jimmy Page, of course, all these big 70s names, you know, I loved them all. Um, who designed the promotional image of Axel Rudy Pell, the videos and the artwork? Who designed it? Uh, the, the videos and oh, that's done by my, my record company, the guy from my record company. Okay. Um, when you head, head out, out on tour, what is the most important item that you take with you? Yeah, I have to get my cigarette with me, I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm a heavy, um, you know, I used to smoke a lot of more during the last couple of years, but I reduce it now, so it's between 25 and 30 cigarettes a day. I mean, it's it's uh, it's getting worse, but anyway, um, I have to be careful with that because I'm an old guy, you know. I'm, I will be 62 in in uh, in two months, so actually, I have to reduce it. I know that, uh, but, yeah, but I can't, you know, I can't. So I don't know. <laughs> so, um, but it's not the most important thing. The most important thing probably is uh, this all my guitars. You know, I need the guitar. Without the guitar, I can't do anything on the road. So that's the most important item. That's true. That's true. Um, what do you want your fans to know about you that they might not know already? Um, probably that I'm um, I'm composing perfumes, fragrances in my in my spare time. You know, in my free time. I did a lot of different ones. Probably the receiver light of day maybe next year. I'm working on that. I'm not sure if it will happen. <laughs> and under your own name or? Sorry? Is it going to be uh, a label under your own name or do you yes. have uh, already a name in? Yeah, it's, it will call Knights Fragrances. Like the Knights, you know, with the helmets on and stuff. Yes. 
Some people say it's a bad name because uh -huh. nights used to stink in the, in those days. <laughs> I say I don't give a fucking <laughs> care about that, you know. Yeah, Anyway, yeah. uh, but I'm not sure if it, it would stay on the night fragrances or a little bit different name. I don't know. So I'm, I will be in talks with several companies during the next couple of months. So I'm very excited about that too. Yeah, I think most of your fans are as well. Yeah. I know that September is very busy for you now. Yeah. Um, what about festivals and tours planned for the rest of the year? Okay, so uh, we would start, we will be back on the road in September. We have to reschedule every every leg of the tour. So, but we will start now. I think it's at the beginning of September. We'll play all through the September. But um, the next time, we, we'll don't, we won't do any summer show this year because it's too early for us because we have to make, um, we have to do several days for rehearsing for the September tour, you know, and, and probably from that time on, we, mm -hmm. will, we have the second leg of the tour coming up in the spring of next year. It's, I think it's around April or May, um, which didn't include the UK so far. But I hope, I really hope that that we will third and the fourth leg coming up in 2023. So I hope that we might play the UK again, which would be great. I love to play there, and um, hopefully other countries too, like Spain. Uh, we didn't play in the last, I think, three years or two years. I don't know, uh, three years, yeah. And um, yeah, hopefully we will play much more shows. Yeah. Um, what's the most memorable concert you have been to and why? Sorry, the, the what? Um, what's the most memorable concert you have been to and why? The country? No, a concert, a memorable concert. Oh, a concert. You know, the voice is sometimes a little distorted again, but anyway. And the most memorable concert, I think every show is most memorable because, you know, every show is different. We play, the audience is different, you know, we play different, but I love all the shows we did so far. But just to mention one, probably the last time we played at the Wacken Festival in Germany in front of, um, I think officially it was 70, 75,000 people. I, I think there were over 100,000 there. Maybe I can say it, no. <laughs> but, you know, that was really great when you were standing there on the main stage, you know, watch all the people and you look at the sky, you know, you always see people, the people, you, you can't see anything. You can see that the earth is round. <laughs> but, you know, it's, all, it's only people there. That was really great because they didn't run away, actually, and that was good for us, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what do you what do you enjoy most about being a musician? Oh, everything, you know, because I, I, I can express myself through, through through music, you know. I can I can write songs, and I, I think I can write good songs. Actually, <laughs> most people told me that. So, and as long as the flame is inside burning myself, you know, I will do that because this is a real passion, you know, and this is a real real big passion for me. So it's great. Well, what a question again. <laughs> you answered it quite well. Okay. <laughs> um, can you tell me about your worst performance? The worst performance? If you ever had one. Uh, actually, we, we had a show, let me think, I think it was in uh, 2005. We did a show at a German festival, at the Banyahead Festival. And uh, we, we arrived from another place. I don't know where we, we've been before of another festival. We had to drive through the night and uh, um, the bus got hit by, by a really 
well, what do you call it? The, the big things between ice blocks from the road, you're falling down from the sky, you know. The windows all oh. almost crashed, but it didn't. So, but a little later, the bus burned out, you know. So it was really, we were really scary. And the next day, we had to play. We arrived late because we have to change the buses in the middle of the night. Then we arrived, and actually, I think that was the day when the when the, a big a big hurricane hits the festival area too, and it all was wasted, you know. Every the mm -hmm. tents were flying around, and and it was started heavily raining, you know, and. Um, the promoter came to us and said, you're only allowed to play 20 minutes today because we have to make the set a bit, set a bit shorter because they have to repair things and stuff. And the stage was shaking, you know. I said, OK. So actually, we played, I think, 25 minutes <laughs> anyway. But um, we, we just, you know, the, the, the whole day was sunny, apart from the night, which was really raining cats and dogs. Anyway, we played. The sun was shining. And after two minutes, it started really it started heavily raining and, and the whole stage was wet and most of the equipment broke, you know, my guitar, my vava pedal, I couldn't use. Everything went down and uh, actually, uh, I, I don't know if it's a secret, but Johnny used a teleprompter with this, uh, on, on this festival, you know, because every word was in there. But this felt, failed too, so he, he couldn't, but one song, he couldn't remember the lyrics right and a part of singing his regular lyrics he said oh axel he's standing with the guitar in the rain you know the people say what the fuck is he singing there oh, but that was great too but you only paid 25 minutes and in the end it turned out to be really cool but you know but with equipment failure it wasn't just only fun <laughs> if you if you experience stress before you go on stage oh no not at all you know i used to have i used to have that uh, probably a long time ago, like 15 or 20 years ago, but nowadays it's most like um, I'm just a, I'm just a little nervous when you go on stage. But this will be gone after the first song completely. When the, after the first song, when the people mm -hmm. are applauding, you know, you're getting yourself, yourself, how do you call it? I don't know, forgot the English words, I'm sorry. But you, you really feel strong after that, you know, as long as the equipment is working. Yeah. And we played great, and after the first song we get our applause, then I feel fine in the university or whatever, it's gone. You know, that's really cool then. Yes, how did you learn to sing, write? Sing and write? Yes, yes, write the songs. Okay, you know, I'm, I'm not a singer, you know, Johnny, I, Johnny's singing my, my stuff, but and I, did, I do my demos at home, you know, and I'm always using my own voice but it's not a singing voice it's like it sounds like shit you know <laughs> so i i won't do i won't sing on the records and i just did it once i think it actually was on the ballads two record i did a cover version of hey joe which i sang by myself and it was terrible and i got a lot of requests said Axel, <laughs> don't do it again please don't i said okay you're welcome <laughs> that's right <laughs> you know I, I can i can sing sometimes in the correct key and i can hit the notes but i don't have actually a, a nice voice which people say wow that's a cool voice you know actually i don't have it but you know i'm i don't know how to write because I, I, I play a little guitar as you know might know and sometimes it happens just just a riff comes to my mind or just practicing you know i say wow this is cool i'm recording it on my cell phone and um and i had so many different ideas i over the over the month month and month period or not say maybe two year period um and then i sit down and make little notes. I listen to all these little snippets I have already recorded, and I sit down with a big 
blank sheet and I write down, okay, idea number one is cool, idea number two, blah, no, not cool, idea number three is cool, <laughs> you know, I make changes and then I say, okay, idea number 87 is in F sharp minor, whatever, you know, fits perfectly to idea number 187, you know, and so I make little notes and then I sit down and put all these little snippets together and form the real songs out of it. But, but actually, it, it's not a it's not a witch word or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, but you have you have to have the feeling with the, the music, otherwise you can't do it. Of course, you have to be a genius like me. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> um how would you describe your fans? My fans. Oh, they're they are most I have I think I have the most loyal fans in the world. You know, they, they love every record and there are only very few people who say, ah, the last record sounds like the one before, you know. I said, fuck you, you know, that's our style, you know. So uh, a very loyal fans around the world. And actually, it doesn't matter where we play, in which country we play, they're always very enthusiastic, and I'm really proud of them. If it wasn't a music career, what would you be doing? Oh, I don't have a clue. Probably uh, a perfume guy, composing perfumes. <laughs> but this I only discovered three years ago. So <laughs> actually, I, I don't know. Just an industrial merchant that was a job I learned, you know. So I don't know, I don't have a clue. Or maybe a Formula One driver, but now I'm getting too fat for that. <laughs> um what advice would you give to somebody that just started a career? Um a musician in general or a guitar player? It doesn't matter anyway. I answer this. Um I think the most important thing is when you start a career that you have found your have to find your own sound. It you know it, it doesn't work really when you copy other guys too much. You know you can get influences for sure, but don't copy them. Yeah, find your own sound, do something special, and find the right melody which will hit the people in the head and in the heart. Me too. Have you ever participated in a music competition? In a competition, um, no. As far as I remember, no, not no. In music. Um, what musician do you admire most? Oh, there, there are plenty of, plenty of, you know, I always loved Ronnie James Dio, you know, and uh, um, Richie Blackmore, Michael Schenker, and, uh, and so many other guys. Like Brian May is a great guitar player, a great songwriter. Tony Iommi is a very cool songwriter and great guitar player. So many different people. I just can't mention them all. <laughs> No, it would be a very long night. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If one of your songs could appear on a soundtrack or any film or TV series, which one would you choose and why? Uh, probably um, Game of Thrones. That would be great for the title track of my new record, uh, Lost 23. That would be really cool because when you when you look at my cover artwork, it's, it looks a little bit like medieval kind of fantasy like you know and game of thrones would, would be the perfect thing perfect movie for for the title track of lost 23 yeah 23 23 well yes yes i lost you lost one i lost then doesn't matter <laughs> right sorry i didn't understand i said you you, you lost one i lost 10 so yeah. it's not a problem yeah <laughs> uh. Um, do you have any last words for your fans? 
Uh, yeah, 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 I hope that they like our new record and I hope that we will come to the UK as soon as possible. Even if the, bre and, the, Brexit, uh, the Brexit is there, you know, it makes us even worse to, to come over the borders, you know, with all this pieces where it's still our paperwork and stuff, but we have to play, we have to play. <laughs> 23, hopefully. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I would like to thank you for this interview. It was very revealing. And I really enjoyed it. And I know our listeners and your fans are going to enjoy them too. So thank, thank you. you so much. Thank you so much. It was my pleasure. A nice interview. Thank you so much.